We're all in business for a reason. The problem that so many small business owners have is that they go in 10 million different directions, not really sure which way to go. Listen as your team of experts, Jennifer Glass, Daniel McCrane, and Patricia Rezzatillo, go through what you need in your business to really make it stand out and benefit you. Because it's the bottom line that matters. Welcome to another episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters, where we are dedicated to your success. On today's program, we're going to be talking about the Google tools, specifically about the Google Business Profile page, and how it can make a tremendous difference in what you are doing in your business to reach the people that you're really trying to reach. And so we've got a really great guest on the program today who's going to help us understand what a Google business profile is, what the, well, I may have heard of Google My Business in the past, it's now Google business profile, we'll jump into that, but what exactly is it, why should we have it, what's the point of it, and how much do we really want to invest in paying attention to that when there's so many other tools out there. And by the way, you're really going to want to be paying attention to that. But before we bring our guest in, let me tell you a little bit about him. So Robin Stern serves businesses with getting found and looking great online and in real life. Grow with Google High Impact Partner. For the last six years, he teaches you how to optimize your Google business presence. With 35 years in graphic and online marketing, Robin is the owner of ilovemygeek.com, a 15-year-old 500-plus five-star Google-rated computer store. Yes, it's even a brick-and-mortar actual store with three employees, and he plans on opening another five locations in the next five years. That's pretty impressive, Robin. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jennifer. It's glad to be here. Very happy to be here. Absolutely, and thank you. So, Robin, let me ask you, there's so many things out there that allow us to get seen, to get heard, to get noticed. But we know Google is the 800-pound gorilla in this space in terms of allowing us to find or be found on the Internet. Other than we know Google is where everybody is searching, what's the point of using Google from a business perspective if you're not really looking for people to find you as a retail store? I mean, as a service business, yeah, if I know SEO, right? I mean, we've spoken about search engine optimization before, but how is Google's tools going to really help me get seen and found, whether I'm a brick-and-mortar business, a nonprofit organization, or a service professional organization? Absolutely. Man, you, you give a big old box full of stuff, and I'll, I will unpack those out of there, and we'll enjoy going over every single piece of it. So, Jennifer, thank you so much. Great questions and, and a great lead-in. I really appreciate that. Um, first, let me just say that I do, I do not bring a bunch of accreditations and certifications from Google. I am a hard knocks, in the streets user who has learned from my experience what works. 
Now, have I done my research and have I looked up all of my numbers of, that I'm going to tell you today? Like Google it has 92% of market share for search. Absolutely. It's 70% of people worldwide use Google every hour of every day. Absolutely. I've looked those up. But I have been able to partner with Google in a program called Grow with Google, which has all kinds of different names over the years. And so for the last it's actually been eight years we've been working with Google to help small businesses specifically learn how to use the Google tools. So I bring, and, and the first slide that I have, I'll just go ahead and pull that up. I bring a, uh, a, a pretty decent background with all these cool certifications that are listed here down the side of the page that year after year after year, they've selected us as a high impact partner because we're really not about trying to look at how great we are we're really about trying to help other small businesses that's what we do and that shows in these certifications coming over and over and over again from google we are an ambassador for google basically going out and helping small businesses access these free tools now in the past if you wanted to get your business great exposure uh, back in our day when i was a, a young lad and we had this thing called the yellow pages and they were books in some you know metropolitan areas that could be three four six inches thick and we use them sometimes as booster chairs at the dining room table. I don't know if you ever remember sitting on one of those, but uh, I did. I'm a baby of seven in my family. So sometimes uh, I got I got requisition to the booster chair from the Yellow Pages. And you really would pay, pay thousands and thousands of dollars to get anything that was going to stick out. Right. You, you could have your little small in column ad. And if you wanted it bold, it cost more. If you wanted a line around it, it costed more. But if you wanted a full page ad, they were twenty five hundred up pretty much. And you got to set it up one time per year and it served one metropolitan area. So honestly, what Google has done has taken that ability to search any business. And I mean, any business, including nonprofits, your networking group, anything that has a mailing address that can get a verification card sent to it, Google will now allow you to get that registered with them, get that indexed in their system so that anybody that needs it can find it at the drop of a hat. So how does that work? What do you do to get that to happen? But anyway, this is why you want to work with us, right? Because we, we, uh, we, we blow it out of the water when it comes to this, but we've done it by just grinding it out. I have a brick and mortar computer store, like you said, I think we're at 515 reviews with a five star rating. So we've we've kind of cornered the market on how to get it and how to make sure the clients are happy when they give it. And that's what we're going to teach today. Oh, I do apologize. I used these slides for a Chamber of Commerce meeting yesterday. I forgot to pull those out. So uh, forgive me for that. I taught this class at a Chamber of Commerce yesterday locally. But what is it and why should I care? Now, look. I understand that you have no idea who your presenter is when they come up on the screen. So sometimes it helps if you do get to know them a little bit. And you should always, if you're going to be a presenter, start your, your presentation with a picture of something that's near and dear to you, like a dog, right? And, and, and if you put some facts on the screen for people to read at the same time, they're going to read them because they don't want to listen to you. But a picture of a dog, or if you can't have a dog, use a picture of a baby because you know baby pictures are really cool and then people get to know who you are it's not my baby by the way i go to church with this young man or a picture of a baby dog now that's the ultimate right if you could have a picture of a baby dog you're hitting all the mark right there got everybody all right we've gotten that out of the way so your profile is a free tool it's absolutely there from google that you can change anytime you want you're in charge of it and you can help google to make you look amazing 
when you're out there getting found. Is it a social media platform? No, it is actually the place where the number one search engine in the world is going to categorize all of its data first. This is where you get to tell Google, this is who my business is, this is who we serve, and this is what kind of engagement we have with our community and with our, you know, our website engagement, our activity on our page, all of that's part of it. And I'll get to that in just a second. Now, again, I do have to apologize because that slide was from somebody from yesterday, a young man that helped me with our, our meeting who did a lot of videography. I had some professional videography done yesterday. I'll pull those slides when I get done here. They won't be in there for your viewers to see uh, for the after part. So this is what your profile looks like, right? We've all seen it when we've searched something. It shows where you can call, get directions and all that. It makes life really easy. It's on all platforms. And how you create it and how you go about it is, is what we're gonna discuss here this morning. Now, there's no way I can get two hours worth of information into this meeting. So that's why we're making the slides available to everybody. And that's why we're going to offer at some point to maybe do a one-to-one -one with your viewers and listeners if they would like to get more information from me at the end of this, all right? So if I go through this quickly, it's because this is a two hour, <laughs> this is a two hour presentation, but, but I did it yesterday. Robert, if I can just quickly interject for one moment for sure. everyone that's listening and not viewing this video on YouTube or other video platforms, please be aware you can go to robinstern.live where you'll be able to actually get the slides that Robin is talking about as you're going through uh, listening to this program, you can, watch the slides as Robin's talking about it as well. Just know that that's how you can get that again, robinstern.live, and the link is going to be in the description as well, just in case you didn't read through the description first. Perfect. Yeah, if you just scroll down, that's my calendar, but if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see uh, presentation slides and a green button at the bottom, and you can click on that and walk through the presentation. Right now we're on page 11 and I can, I will, I will actually, if you don't, if it's okay, Jennifer, I'll audibly say when I change pages, then they'll know where we're at so they can follow along, okay? Good idea. Cool, okay. So first you have to sign into a Google account. So what is a Google account? Well, a Gmail by default is Google Mail and that is by default considered a Google account. You have to be connected to Google so you can access their services, right? They're not gonna just let anybody come in and do that. So you can have your email address, your branded email address be a Google account. And all you have to do is go in when you start to sign in, you can say, I need to create an account as you see on that screen as it's flashing by. And then there'd be a place to say, I wanna use my own email address after you click create account. You give them a little bit of contact info and then that email address will now be considered a Google account. And all you have to do, and this is one place where a lot of people get stuck, all you have to do to ever get back to here is go to business.google.com and sign in with that same email address and you will be back in your business profile. Uh, one of the things that makes this so amazing and, and Google such a valuable tool for small business owners is once you start thinking like the cloud and you start thinking about things not being on your own personal hard drive, but available to you in a storage that's not in your physical location, is you can access it from anywhere, okay? Google has Google Drive. This presentation is on a Google Drive, and I'm using it through their 
presentation, which is called Google Slides. These are all free tools that Google has for small business owners, for anybody, really. Um, this is just being driven right off the Google Drive. Right, on, I could log into my account from any computer anywhere in the world and pull this up and give this presentation. So very valuable tool. But that's how you would go back to your Google business account. Be to business.google.com and then sign in with the same email address. So once you're there, you've got your, your uh, you're basically, you're gonna put in your company name. They offer you an opportunity to see if there's a page already available. And there's lots of reasons why it might be. Sometimes they'll create it just from information from customers that are posting it. So if it's there, choose it. If it's not, you're gonna go ahead and type in the name of your business. You're gonna choose a category. This is a place to stop and just take this note. You can have up to 10 categories. You said you've previously talked about search engine optimization. Google is going to take this information at a much higher level than anything else it finds on the internet because this is their verified information. So what you tell Google here, they will use for their search engine optimization. You're not telling it this is my SEO, but this is their account. This is their space. All of this is being used as SEO. Everything you do on your Google business account is being indexed by their robots to make sure that they have the most updated and accurate information. So what you provide here is going to go into Google as SEO, if you will. All right. You can have up to 10 categories here. The only one that's going to show is the first one. So publicly, they'll only see the first one, but Google will index all those different categories to pair you up with people that are searching for your product or service. All right. So and you don't have to be exact. You can be a little creative. These are predetermined and predefined by Google. So you start typing and you see it pulls up a drop down list. You just choose whatever's closest to what you do. And I'll show you where you can be more granular when we get a little further on, a little more specific about your, your thing that you do. So do you have a location or no? If you want to pin on the map, if you want the little red thing that shows where you are, yes, you have a location. Whether you serve customers there or not is irrelevant. You want to show up on the map, say yes. If you don't want people coming to your location, say no. You won't get a pin on the map and your public profile won't show any location information. So if yes, obviously you're going to put an address, but this is where you would do it if you're a service uh, organization or now, Jennifer, this is a big deal. You don't want to make this area too big, okay? Because it's a local search product, right? Google is a local search product. But also, you're going to water down your results when you get in a larger area and there's more people that do what you do. So keep it a little more local. Our computer business does the county that we're in and then the surrounding counties that all touch those counties. Because I don't want to, my guys don't want to drive more than, you know, maybe 20 miles each way to do a job. So we limit where we want Google to put us when people are searching. Now, obviously, if you say Dallas, Georgia, you could be in the Ukraine and Google my company in Dallas, Georgia, we're going to come up, right? And that's another benefit of being on Google as opposed to Yellow Pages. Yellow Pages, you got one metropolitan area. Google, it's worldwide. But I don't want to go do work in Ukraine. So I want to say, let me do this area. And then people searching for our keywords, computer repair, you know, screen replacement, laptop repair, that'll come up in those areas. Google will only put us in front of where we say we service. So that's a good reason to know how much area you're covering. Besides, you don't want to be watered down with the amount of competition that you're going up against. All right. So 
Where do they contact you? You know, website, phone number, obvious apparent things. We're going to finish this up. There's sometimes you'll get a different option to verify. Google has to have some way to make sure you are where you say you are because they're going to put this information on Google Maps and they want to be accurate. So they're going to send a business, uh, a little verification card. It's one of those tear off the three sides and open it up. It comes from Google. It takes five to seven days to get it. Make sure the address is right. Even if you don't have your address listed on your, your Google profile, you are required to give them an address to mail this card to. So let them mail the card to the address. If you've been doing business for a real long time, you might see that you can verify with a phone call or a text. If you do, consider yourself lucky. Do the little happy dance. Best day ever. And do your text message and you'll be verified instantly. But the thing about verification is you're not going to show up publicly on Google search or maps until it's verified. All right. So, so you got to wait for that card, which gives you time to do all the things I'm going to tell you to do right now. So once we get this part done and we say, okay, the postcard is on the way. And then we're going to talk about adding our services. We're going to work on getting all of our details put in so that when we do get verified, it's live and we're good to go. Customers can find us and we're available for them. Your business description. Obviously, again, all stuff that's pretty much a no-brainer comes from your social media or your website, right? Photos, I'm going to touch on photos and why you want lots of them later. Okay, so now we're going to get ready to see it. And voila, we have a Google business profile. This is the homepage, the landing page. When you go to business.google.com, this is the page that you're going to see when you log in with your, your Google account. Down the left-hand side is all the information that's relevant to us, all the different uh, categories that we need to work on and how we access it. This is a landing page that pretty much just gives you an overview of everything, all right? So as we go down the side here, we're going to learn how to manage the info, homepage, everything's right there. This is another way, they, they threw this in here. They're, I think they're trying to get us away from using that, that website of business.google.com. So if you're signed in to your Chrome browser or your browser and you search your own business, when the Google business page comes up, you're going to see that you can edit it right from the search results. So pretty cool, uh, little quick method to be able to make quick changes. But I also think they're trying to get people kind of migrated away from the landing page and they want you to just do it online in the browser makes life a little easier for everybody and they don't have to keep up another website. So uh, it's this has shown up in the last six months or so and they're pushing this more and more, but you still have business.google.com available to be able to go use, okay? So we're gonna get to know the profile and this is the tab we're gonna live on for the next five days till that card comes. This is where you're gonna put in all the information about your business, your, your location, your service area. If you don't do the location, you're gonna have your hours. And <laughs> Now you would think, this is a no-brainer, right? You got to put your hours on. You got to let people know when you're open. I just worked with a realtor in my local area the other day. She said, I don't know why I'm not getting anything from Google. There's nothing coming, no phone calls, no, no uh, web visits, nothing. So we log into her profile. First thing, all of her hours show closed. And I said, now you realize that they're using this information to promote you to their customers, right? And she goes, yeah. I said, you're telling them you're closed. You're never open. And I just shut up and I sat there for a minute, let it sink in. She goes, oh, so they're not promoting me at all because they don't think I'm actually there. Bingo. Why would they send your information to somebody who's searching for you if you're closed, right? 
it really works in that, that real time. It's not, it's not static. This is absolutely dynamic and it's constantly updating like that. So if your hours say you're closed, you're not showing up. Robin, we've so had Robin that brings me to an interesting question. Yeah. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> I was going to say, we've had talks about that, about even updating your hours. If you're not open on a holiday, tell Google you're not open on that holiday. So you don't, or if you are open that, on that holiday, when everyone expects you might be closed, you might want to tell Google that too. <laughs> correct, correct. Exactly. Yeah. So, Robin, let me ask you, as we're looking, though, at the hours, right. if somebody is an online business, should they have 24 hours that they're open? Should it be only the hours where customer service is actually available to answer calls? What should, what's the best practice in terms of how to actually handle this? Because a lot of businesses, especially a lot of the people who are probably listening or watching this program right now, are probably thinking the same thing. Well, I'm online. I don't want people calling me all the time, but on the same token... If I close at seven o'clock, like it shows on the screen right now, in your example, at seven o one, if somebody's searching, I don't want to be in a position that somebody's going to my competition. Sure, sure, absolutely. Well, and that brings up a good question. Thank you, Jennifer. I do appreciate you interjecting that because it really boils back down to again the I'm a local business who's using Google to get found versus I'm an online presence looking to get customers twenty four seven, right? And and I would say default to the I'm a local business because that's what Google wants to see. And we certainly don't want to get suspended because we say we're a local business, but we're a web only business. And there's ways to work around it, to have the ability and to help Google to understand exactly what you do. But this is a local search product. So I would say defer to the closing at seven and let your other social media platforms and your website and stuff draw in those customers for the, the rest of the time that you're not open there to answer the phone, okay? That, did that answer your question? Perfect, thank okay. you. Thank you, thank you. So by the way, we're on slide number 32 right now. I, I kind of skipped, there's some that have been taken out and I've skipped through pretty quickly because a lot of this is just getting this, the preliminaries. Um, we, will, we will come back around as you get to the next few slides, you'll see that, so. All right, so make sure your time's there. The phone number website, obviously people have to be able to find you and call you, that's slide number 33. Slide 34 is the attributes where you actually get to say, yes, I'm a veteran or uh, I'm an African-American owned business or I'm a woman owned business. This is where you get to put that in. Now, I'm going to stop right there and, and make this uh, kind of black and white for you. When you're putting your information on Google, your business's information on Google, you are not Google's customer. Hate to blow your bubble, hate to pop it. You're not Google's customer. They're not there to serve you because what Google does is aggregate data and information and serve that up right when somebody needs it. They're a search company. That's what they do. When you're doing this process, you are Google's product. You are, if they were a bakery, you're their cupcake. And if a new customer comes walking in the door searching for a cupcake, Google's not going to go get an old cupcake that hasn't been touched and has had no activity, no website visits, no posting on Google, that's at the other end of the case. They're gonna go in the back and they're gonna find one that just came out of the oven, that just had a post or some new pictures posted, has some nice warm frosting on it and come out and hand that to their new customer who is the person searching. So I'm sorry to say, you're Google's cupcake. 
and you need to stay fresh. Okay. And that's the, that's, it's kind of a silly way to say it, but it's the, it's the honest truth that if you don't take the time to work on this profile and spend a few tops 10 minutes a week, right? Tops 10 minutes a week. If you don't take the time to do that, Google's going to think you're an old cupcake and they're going to stop putting you in front of people. And that's just the, that's the way it works. So they want activity. They want updated information. They want accurate information. And this is exactly one of those things. If you are an African-American owned business, they want to know black owned, put it up there. If you are a veteran, put it up there. You're giving their customer the right information and the, all the information so they can make a good decision. Okay. Your description, same thing. I don't have to talk about that. That's slide number 35 is talking about, don't try and bury a bunch of keywords in the description. Be concise. People don't have, it's, remember the commercial with the, the, the news thing with the lady Sweet Brown and the house burned down? Ain't nobody got time for that. It was all over the internet, went viral. Ain't nobody got time to read your three paragraphs about the description of your business. Tell them what you do and let them move on with their lives, right? So back in the day, we used to want a lot of data. Now that's your website. That's not this. When did you open? This is slide 36. If you thought about what you do 20 years ago and opened your business five years ago, put 20 years ago. Reputation points count and nobody's going to go verify this. Okay. So I hope Google never comes back and yells at me for telling people that. But honestly, if you're good at what you do and you've been doing it and exercising it, practicing it, but only formally became a business a few years ago, that doesn't preclude that you have the experience from the last 15 years. So give that information. If you're good at what you do and you're knowledgeable, put down how long you've known that. If you allow customers to make appointments, this is slide 37, the appointment links where they can, they can uh, go and make their own appointment. That would be your Calendly. Uh, if you have a booking calendar where like salons and things can have a booking calendar, people can set up their own cut and color or nails or whatever, that would go here on slide 38. And then your posts. So this is, this is where now we've gotten through the information, we've gotten everything down for people. It's, it's all ready, updated and accurate. We've chosen our categories. Now I'm going to go through a few things that are like good, good uh, practices to do regularly. Okay. Posting is a way you show Google there's activity. If you don't post, it's like your door is shut. The open sign is off. And even though people can walk up and, and open the door, Google can't see it. They're in Cupertino, California. They don't know that you're open. You doing a post is giving them the information they need to say, oh, now look, are they going to not send somebody your way because they didn't see a post? No. But if they see the activity, the algorithm is happier and you elevate on the search results. It's just the way it works. Okay. So we have, as you see, this is an offer. You can do an offer or what's new. There's a, uh, the event or the product. I want to focus on the COVID-19 update because the COVID-19 update is very important no matter what type of business you are. Because once again, information for the customer to make a good choice. So by putting a COVID-19 update, you're telling Google, I care about your clients. I want them to have all the information so they can make a good choice. Whatever that is, what, vax, anti-vax, masks, no masks, whatever it may be, don't, don't worry about that. But just put the information there so Google can say, wow, they care about my customers. All right. Um, COVID-19 update, put it one time. And unless it changes, leave it alone. It can stay static, but make sure it's there. Most of the time, when I say I want you to post three times a week or more, you're going to post on the what's new. And, and that's one of the categories that you can post on. You can put a picture, you can put a little content, you can put a, a there's a button for you to link 
to whatever it is, whether it's, you know, an upcoming, uh, uh, you're going to send them to your website, you're going to ask them to call you, whatever it may be. You can put that in there under this posts tab. And here's the different types. If you do want to do an offer for a sale or a product, this is the place to do it. Again, I'm not asking you to do another social media. I'm not asking you to take the time to, you know, let your Pin, 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 pentagram attest a book of face and Twitterists. I, I, I don't care. This is the yellow pages. These are your $10,000 full page ads for 75 different cities. Okay. If you don't want to take the time to do this, to be in front of millions of people that are all searching right at their point of pain, they're ready to purchase your product or service then don't bother wasting this time. It's a waste of time to you. But I'm telling you, it's very valuable. And I really would encourage people to take a look at it, get somebody like me and learn how to do this because it's imperative to your business. This is where everybody is searching, okay? So I am gonna say you have to post three times or more a week, but I'll tell you about posts and how easy they can be. There's an app for your phone. Take a picture of your desk and post, it's gonna be a busy day. There you go. Link to the website, post. Took me 45 seconds. What I'm trying to say is it's not social media. It doesn't have to have a huge detailed content. It doesn't even have to be about your business. The algorithm is looking for activity. Now, if it is about your business, all the more great. You know, if somebody does see it and click on it, might drive some traffic or a sale, but it doesn't have to be. So don't make this so hard. Don't, don't dread having to having to go and post on it oh and here's a little side note when you're trying to remember to do this you could use another free product from google called google calendar google calendar works on all platforms including your computer your iphone your android everything and it's free you can put in there three times a week post on google business and it'll right remind you to do your post okay you can also schedule all the scheduling platforms now, Hootsuite and all those, allow you to access your Google business profile and schedule those posts in advance, all right? So, so it's not real difficult and it's really imperative to get the traction that you wanna to get to keep your business in front of the clients that are looking for you. Photos, photos, photos. I can't tell you enough about photos. They say in this, this training that they should be, and this is slide 41, that they should be beautiful, well-lighted and all this. Uh, my experience is people will look at whatever you put on there. And now I say we're not doing this for people, but when you post the photos and somebody hits your page, they're gonna see the photos. And if they click, 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 click through them, guess what that does? It gives you activity. And the algorithm goes, oh, let me elevate that in the search results because they're very active. They're very interesting. People like, people like them. Here's an actual business that we worked with, okay? And if you look down here at the zero before December, okay, he had zero activity on his photos, nothing. Like there was a little spike here around the end of November. I spoke to him on the 4th of December. So right about here is where we, uh, we actually had our conversation. And I said, post about 20 random photos on your Google business profile. Don't say anything. Don't do anything with it. Just post them. And he said, okay. So he just went to his phone, hit the app, pick 20 pictures, hit post. Look what happened immediately following him posting that. He had 206 views within three days. 
And consistently now, he's done nothing else. He hasn't posted a post. He hasn't put up a photo. He hasn't done anything with his business profile because we wanted to see what would happen. And over here in February, he's spiking on his business profile at the beginning of the month. So just from the photos, and look at those numbers. That doesn't lie. In three months, he's had 1,860 photo views as compared to his other businesses that have had less than 500. It took him four minutes to do that. And he got that kind of activity. So you really want to take the time to put photos on there and they don't have to be super special. They just have to be on there, okay? Activity makes it happen. Reviews, no brainer. Answer every review. Why? Because Google sees that you're being polite to their customer. They left you the review, you take the time to answer it. Answer every review. If they're ugly, be professional. I mean, there's a, there's a whole slide here about managing your reviews from Google, right? Be professional, respond promptly. And the only time we don't do this is if it's apparent from what they said, they never did business with us. If, if you say, well, these are the rudest, blah, 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 blah. Well, okay, so you're not in my system. I never met you. I don't know who you are. I'm not wasting the time. And people reading it, they'll get to that. I mean, they'll see every other review being responded to, even the ones that sometimes are ugly. That you say, I'm going to help make it right. This is my phone number. Please contact me. And then they'll change it and say, you know, they followed up and fixed it. But the ones that are just blatantly like somebody's friend who was offended because, you know, we closed at four o'clock on Saturday. I don't know. Right. Don't answer. We, we just don't even do it. And it works very well for us. Okay. Insights. This is slide number 45. This is like your analytics. If you've heard the word analytics before. It shows what's happening with your Google business page. How are people finding you? What word did they search for? What did they do once they found you? Really just a way to track what's going on with it. And, and there's so much there we can dig into, you know, your phone calls, what time of day you're the busiest. It's really helpful for the business owner who doesn't want to get into the details of analytics, but wants to see and track, you know, generally what's going on with it. So what do you do now? You go to google.com forward slash business, claim or complete the profile, request the card, then start getting your stuff updated. Like I just said, before that card gets there, you're going to live on the info category, the info tab, getting all that updated. We didn't go into services and products because it just gets kind of deep, but that's where you can go and add all the stuff that you do and be very granular. You get to give the descriptions. You get to add the product or service. You can link it. If you have an online place to purchase it, you can link a button right to it, put in how much it costs. They're trying to do a little uh, battle with Amazon. And so they're offering us kind of this free space to sell our products and services. So if you want to try it out and see what kind of response you get, you can put it all on your Google business profile. People will see it right on the search results. We're toying around with it a little bit. So I'll report back on what kind of uh, results we get from that. All right. What are you going to do to make it happen? Make a habit of reviewing it, add your info, photos, videos, photos, photos, photos. I can't say enough that I say photos because look, really, you should probably put some photos on there and then use insights to figure out what's going on. So what do you what do you have to do to take your business to the next level? We are a they've only had it for about four or five years, uh, six, six years. I believe we've been a Google partner, a high impact partner for the last five. We've worked with them for eight. I've used it for my business for 15 so we know what's going on with this. And this is our offer is we'll keep teaching these free classes. We don't mind doing it a bit. We're having some paid classes coming up soon where you'll be able to get some more content and some hard, you know, 
hard documents. We'll have a downloadable you know, package for you if you sign up for a paid class. You want to have a one-to-one -one for two hours, work with one of our specialists on your specific Google profile. We do that as well. And if you just want somebody else to do it for you, we can help you with that. We do all manner of web hosting, email branding. If you're not using a branded email address, if you're a Yahoo, Gmail, AOL, God forbid user, MindSpring, you look like a hobbyist to the rest of the world. I hate to be rude or harsh, but the Small Business Development Center at the University of Georgia found last year out of 150 businesses that came to them for counseling as they were trying to not close down, three things they had in common of those 150 businesses were they didn't have enough money for marketing, they didn't have enough money, period, and they didn't have a branded email address. So is it part of the reason that they had a problem? I don't know, but it was one of the common factors that they delivered to us. And it's so inexpensive. If you know how to get the branded email addresses, just please contact me. Don't go to some of the big hosting companies and get fleeced. Please, that's, there's, there's very inexpensive ways to have as many email addresses as you want with your branded domain name on it, okay? So again, we're uh, 2022. This was the people we were with yesterday. Thank you for coming out today. We're on slide number. We're thank you. And uh, I believe that we had a couple of the reviews because this was on a big screen yesterday for everybody. So I left the reviews up on it uh, when we were done. So that's my presentation, everybody. I, I have time for questions. If you have any, uh, I would love to serve any of your clients, any of your listeners, viewers. I do offer to do, I, I say 30, but normally 15 is, is kind of the limit. Robinstern.live, where you went to get these slides, is my calendar. You can pick a time on there and we can get together and we'll review your specific uh, situation and how we can either just give you some advice or maybe help you out either way. So it's Robinstern.live. That's my calendar. Daniel. Yeah, I'm getting a quick question for you, Robin. Is it possible that for a small business who's trying to bootstrap things a little bit, could they just use Google Business Profile instead of even having a website? Well, that's a great question, Daniel, because yes, um, Google does offer a landing page style website. And the beauty of it is it updates dynamically from what's on your Google business profile. So when you do another post, it comes up under the updates on the web page. When somebody leaves a review, it comes up as testimonials. If you change your hours on your profile page, it changes it on this website. And yes, you can do that and even connect a branded email address or a branded website domain to it. So it is possible to do, but again, they're with limitations, right? There are going to be some limitations to it, but we do have clients that use that. We do have clients that use that. So uh, I do have one more thing I want to share. I, I forgot to put this in there. Um, we have a method to get like a ton more activity on your website and on your profile, as well as make it easy for customers to get reviews so that they can, they can uh, you can make it very simple for them. And I'd like to show you on our website how we do it because it just makes life a little easier if I show it to you. So let me run through that real quick. I'll end this presentation. As you can see, it's just in a browser window because I'm, I'm on Google Drive and Google Slides. So I'll show you our computer company. Is It's I Love My Geek. We have a call to action at the top. If you don't have a call to action on your webpage that is very clear and then your phone number or some way for them to get in touch with you, very easy, then... Talk to me about that too. You can increase your website traffic 300% by putting a clear call to action right at the top of the page. 
But if you scroll down a little bit, you see there's this button that says review us on Google. And I don't know if y'all can see that. I'll make it a little bit bigger and we'll highlight it, right? It says review us on Google here. Um, this is critical. So rather than send your client directly to your Google page, you ask them, you send them a link to your website and say, scroll down and click the button that says review us on Google. Because what happens when you click that is it goes directly to your Google business page, but it opens the window for them to leave the review if they're logged into their browser. So you have removed any type of resistance or complication from getting the review. They visit a trusted website. It's your website. They, they're comfortable being there. They click the button. It takes them to the page, pops open the window or says sign in if they're not signed into their Google account and they can leave the review right there. Now, why do we do that? Why don't we just send them right to the Google page? Well, because if they go to your website, Google says, oh, look, there's a visitor to the website. There's somebody at their front door. They've pulled up in the parking lot. When they click a button on your website, that notifies Google that somebody has interacted with you. Now that customer has walked in the door and done business with you, whatever it may be, filled out a form, gave you contact info, left you a review, but it's a completed visit to your website, which in the algorithm's eyes is exactly what makes you more interesting and reputation points drives you up to the top. So put that link right under that button that opens this window. Where do I get that link, Robin? Well, let me tell you real quick. If you go to that, if you go to that Google business page that I was talking about, so business.google.com, right? And I have more than one company. There's multiples here and we serve a lot of companies. But if I go to this one, on this homepage where we were looking at it, it shows you a lot of cool information, but right here, it says, get more reviews, okay? This review form, you just copy this link, that is the link that will open that window. That is the link that drives that button on your website. So go to your website, put a button on there. We have people put them in the footer. We have people put them right at the top, but put that button in there and give people a way to go and make that, that review for you. And then ask, send them a text. Hey, could you go to insert your website here and leave us a review? There's a button to click review us on Google. You'll get them. And you'll, we get 80% of the reviews we ask for, Daniel. So I hope, I hope that's the $2,000 thing we used to charge people for. We, when we had the marketing company fully doing this for clients and we had it packaged in a big thing, and that was the one that was the, the big, the big expensive one because it drives traffic. It gets them more clients, it gets them more clicks, it gets them more activity. Google loves them. So, so here's a question sure. <laughs> coming from somebody who has been doing websites for I don't even know how many years now. If I set that up, the the link over to the um, the review, review page, mm -hmm. and I set it up as a redirect. So they, I mean, technically go to my website, but then it takes them back. It takes them on over to that. Does that have as much I don't know juice to it in Google's it's, eyes? It's the activity. It, okay. it works just as well. So the clicking of the link is what does it. And, and you know, how you're making it look on your end and, and navigating it is really irrelevant to them. Okay. All right. Right. And, and, and also, I don't know if you realize it, but what's that, what that also has done is completed the backlink trail because you have your website now listed on Google. So there's a backlink from Google to you. And when you put that link on your webpage, you now Completely or linking stupid. back. Yeah, yeah, you now have dual backlink to Google, which elevates reputation points, which makes the algorithm love you even more. So great question, Patricia. Thank you. 
All right. So, I mean, I'm pretty much wrapped up here. If there's any other questions, I can take them. I, I really appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity. This is what I live for. And, and I, my offer is, is stands as it is. We don't have our, our digital download yet. But if anybody is interested in working with me, they can jump on my calendar, which is at robinstern.live. I believe at the bottom of the slide page, there may be a button that says return to that the calendar or something. I can add it if it's not. Um, but yeah, I'd love to sit with anybody that wants more information and see how we can serve you. Because honestly, like I said at the beginning, that's what we're here for. We're here to serve small businesses, which is why I love what I do, being able to help them access all these free resources to promote their business. So uh, again, my name is Robin Stern. I am with ILMG Advertising, where we help you get found more and look great, both online and IRL. So thanks very much, Daniel. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much, Robin, for uh, being our guest today and sharing with us so much of that great information in terms of knowing how to be found on Google and knowing some of the additional tools that we can be taking advantage of to be making it that we can really get that difference in terms of what we're doing and uh, being in a position to really grow uh, from what we're trying to do. So I want to thank you so much for being our guest today. And again, everyone, uh, the link to those slides and everything will be available in the description. Um, so that if you're not watching the video uh, version of the program, you'll certainly be able to follow along and get the information too. And again, we strongly advise you take a look at what it is that you are doing on your page, what you're doing to reach more people, where you're going, what you're trying to do, because the more that you see what you're doing, where you're going, and the payoff that you're getting because of what you're doing is really going to be making that difference. So we strongly encourage you to think about all the tools that are out there. Again, like uh, Robin was saying, you might be the product of Google, but don't let that stop you from getting your own clients coming into you. <clears throat> and finding how they can possibly be working with you as well. After all, without customers, you're not a business. And so on that note, this has been another episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters. And until next time, here's to your success. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to another amazing episode of It's the Bottom Line That Matters podcast. We're all about helping the small business community grow and reaching as many people as we can. And the algorithms on the podcast programs love reviews. So if you loved what you just heard, consider leaving us a review. And even if you don't, I'm sure you already did, but consider sharing our episodes and our podcast with your friends and colleagues. Sharing is caring and here's to your success. Thanks so much and have a wonderful day. It's the bottom line that matters.